Clarely. <laughs> Hello. How are you? Um, I'm tired and I don't know. I'm good. I'm good now that we're talking because I've, I've really been looking forward to just chatting and relaxing and venting. Yes, me too. Me too. It's good to see you. Good to see you too. Um, I just want to start. Well, first off, mm-hmm. welcome to 30 Talk, guys. Welcome. I just want to start this episode reading something <laughs> to our oh listeners. God, stop it. Because <laughs> remember, I think we all probably thought your week would slow down and your life would get a little more slower pace. Yeah, so. I certainly did. After that last never-ending story. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so let's dive right in. Uh, <laughs> okay, this is a, My we... source is thebutlerradio.com. It might be on other websites, but this is the one I'm choosing to read from. Okay. Here we go. So this was July 2nd, 2019. Which was the day... After that was my first day. That was my day. After remember, I said yeah. After we recorded, remember, I was like, "This is the day. It's like fresh start. Everything's gonna be really good." Um. Yeah, I remember. So here we go. All right. Police believe a butler driver was so distracted she hit a parked vehicle head on. Carly Stoner, 32, is accused of traveling on Woodbury Drive in the Woodbury Estates housing plan on Monday night around 10.30 p.m. Monday night when she's accused of striking... Monday night? Is this an error? Accused of striking a legally parked vehicle. Monday night when she's accused of striking a legally parked vehicle. Just want to make sure everyone got that. Butler Township Police believe Stoner was distracted when she drifted from her lane of vehicle and struck the parked car. No one was injured. Stoner was cited for careless driving. Um. Um. So, how's your week? <laughs> you know, we end the podcast. You had a terrible week, and then you just have all these great intentions of getting shit together, and then you go and hit a parked vehicle. <laughs> I can't. I just when I saw that text from you, like, you know, <laughs> I wish I wish I had. I don't know. I mean, I wish I had something like, like I I don't even know. Like some explanation, some like something witty to come back with. I there's nothing. I just it is what it is. I don't I don't know. Um, I, I I can I can tell you I can tell you the story I can tell you my side of the story. First of all, fuck Butler Radio, okay, and like the stupid <laughs> Butler Eagle. Like I'm literally so irritated with the whole thing. Like because people um, were the next day, people that were a lot of people were contacting you, and you were just like, wow, like wow, a lot of people words got out, which led you to. Yeah, so Do I'm getting like text messages, or... like, "Hey, are you okay?" And so, the first person that messaged me, um, 
I, I wasn't surprised because I had the car towed to her dad's auto body shop. Okay, so I thought, well, that makes perfect sense that she would know. But then I got another text message and I'm thinking, what in the hell? And so before I even responded, I just did a simple Google search of my name. And sure enough, it was there on on the internet for everyone um, to see. And so I, but this person is also a, a friend of the family. And so I thought maybe Jeff, my stepdad, had said something. So I texted her and I was like, yes, I'm fine. You know, thank you, whatever. Um, how did you find out? Did Jeff tell you guys? <laughs> did you find out through the Butler Eagle or on- online? And she said, online. I'm like, God damn. Um, yeah. And then I had a client bring me the newspaper clipping. Like I wanted to, I don't know, like I wanted to keep it. I don't fucking care. (laughs) Whatever. Oh my God. So, so let me just give you the rundown. Let me just tell you the story. So, so, okay. Sunday I, you know, was playing catch up from my crazy week and I had hair all day. I had clients. And so one of my clients on Sunday wrote me a check and so Monday night, I had a client and I got done with, with that client at like nine o'clock. I had texted my sister. No, I had texted my sister. Yes. And I had just asked if she had been okay because she had gone for a transfusion that day and she didn't text me back. And so a little bit later, let's say 9.15, I don't know, I called her and left her a message. Well, she ended up calling me back um, like around 9.30 or something. And maybe it was a little later, I don't know. But in the meantime, I'm like doing things around the house, cleaning up, you know, in like the little salon area, trying to find something to eat because I'm starving. So Katie calls me back and she's like, Hey, I'm sorry. I was on the phone with mom. Like, Oh, it's okay. What's mom up to? And she's like, Oh, she actually just made a pizza and she's pulling it out of the oven. I was like, Oh damn. Like pizza. Like I love pizza. (laughs) Freaking love pizza. I'm so hungry. Azadine, mind you, is still in Morocco. All right. So I didn't, yeah, like I didn't have to worry about him. And anyway, he hadn't, you know, he wasn't here to like cook anything. So, um, I said, you mean like she just, like just now she did. And she's like, yeah, she just right now. Like, Oh, I should go over and get some. She's like, yeah, you totally should. Like, I'm not even going to tell her. I'm just going to show up. So I'm on the phone with Katie and I, you know, I get into the car. I just have to say real quick, like, as you say that, I'm so jealous of that freedom. You like just I'm gonna hop in the car real quick and go grab some pizza <laughs> at my mom's. You know, there's yeah. no more hopping in the car these days over here. Yeah. I gotta say. Sorry about it. So you're on yeah. the way to get your pizza. Go on. Yeah, so I'm on my way to get get pizza at my mom's house and I'm thinking to myself as I'm driving down the road. I had thrown that check from the client on Sunday in the car 
or so I thought. I didn't, I'm like, I don't freaking know. But I had, I knew that I wanted to make um, a deposit. And so what I was going to do was after I left my mom's, I was going to then go through like the after hours drop off deposit at the bank because I had a couple of other checks. But I'm thinking, where is that? Where is that check that I put in here? on Sunday. And so as I'm driving down, mind you, okay, Woodbury is in my neighborhood. Like literally, like I wasn't even out of the plan. Okay. So as I'm driving down Woodbury to leave my neighborhood, I'm thinking, where is that check? So I go to hit the light above my head and I hit the sunglass opener thing, like the sunglass case holder. Yeah. On the, okay. And that opens up, oh my God. So I shut that and then I go to hit the light and I don't know. I mean, apparently I had my eyes off of the road for long enough to not see that there was a car parked on the road and I smashed into it. I'm going to refer to the butlerradio.com on this as call it careless driving. <laughs> <laughs> um, Carly. I don't think so. But I don't think that that's careless. How is it careless? I don't know. I think like you don't have room in your mind to care about driving. I don't have room <laughs> Maybe in my mind to care about freaking anything. I... I w- so I would agree there that my mind is never on probably what it should be. Like, it's always somewhere else. I would agree with that. But I don't feel like I was being, like, I don't know. I don't, like, I wasn't, like, flying down the street. I wasn't, texting I wasn't texting. Or, yeah. I w- no, I like, agree. I wasn't doing that. Like, I, I agree. I don't know. Oh, my God. It was seriously so stupid. And... Well, I'm yeah, the chick was parked on the car. I'm glad you're and okay. I'm fine. Well, I mean, I'm bruised, I mean, but mentally, I'm a little my concerned. Ego is mm-hmm. But I'm no, glad for real you're though, okay. I am. I'm hurting though. I will tell you, like my chest hurts. I know that there's nothing broken, but I'm bruised. Like my boob is bruised. Um, my stomach is bruised. My leg is bruised from the seatbelt. Um, I mean, there's some major damage on both these vehicles. So I mean, yeah, mostly mine. Yeah. Mostly mine. I will say mine is much more. Okay, but let me just say the car is Azadine's brand new car. Yeah, brand new. Yeah. So um, that sucked. I mean, it would have sucked any car, but literally, literally two payments have been made on the car. That's it. Two payments. And Azadine is in Morocco. Right. And so I was to pick him up on July 3rd. And uh, I was just, I was just dreading that conversation. Oh my God. Just dreading it. Um, but, but luckily, sure I mean, he was just glad he was uh, fine. He was, he was, he was fine. Like I, so it's actually kind of funny. So he messaged me on that on the app WhatsApp, you know, because that's how he and I were able to communicate. As long as he had Wi-Fi, I was able to communicate with him through an app. 
Um, and so he had messaged me like, Hey, good morning. Um, missing you. That's what he said. I'm like, Oh shit. Like making me feel even worse, you know? (laughs) Okay. So he saw that I had read it and I didn't respond because I'm just like, I don't even know what to say. Like, I don't feel like I should text him this. I should have this Like I should have a phone conversation with him, but like I just wasn't mentally like ready for it. Mm -mm. Well, then he calls me and so I answered it and uh, just like, hey, you know, and he's like, hey, what's going on? Nothing. And he said, what's wrong? I'm like, nothing. And he's like, no, what's wrong? And I just started crying. (laughs) I was like, I run the car. And he's like, you wrecked the car? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, are you okay? I'm like, see? Yes, I know. And I'm like, yes, I'm okay. And he's like, okay, well, which car? <laughs> I'm just like, your, <laughs> your car, your new car. And um, like, sorry, I've he's... lost reception. It's really, it's not good with you over there in Morocco. Gotta go. Oh my God. So he was just like, okay, well, it's okay. It's just a car. It's just a car. As long as you're okay, then it's okay. And so then he says, how's the other person? (laughs) (laughs) There isn't another person. I'm like, I hit a parked car. And he just started laughing. And then he was like, wait, wait, what? Like the car wasn't moving? (laughs) No. No, as I mean... It wasn't. And so he just started laughing. And I don't know. He just was like, I am not surprised at all. I hope the pizza was worth it. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> God, love him. Uh, I know. So I don't even know. As it stands, there's like almost seven thousand dollars. That's that is the rough estimate. Uh, so anyway, they, they they. I mean, I don't know. I don't know because I don't. I'm not real sure how like how that works. I don't. But that is just the insurance adjusters quote now that is not with like the car being put up on the lift and taken apart because uh i definitely did some like in internal damage um for sure yeah for sure so i don't know we'll see what happens but um yeah i mean that was the start to my my week and yeah the next day as it ain't missed this flight so I, I was happy that that wasn't just me being ridiculous like yeah he missed his flight he thought he was to fly out at 5 p.m and it was supposed to be 5 a.m and so he was 12 hours late um <laughs> for his flight oh, and it yeah yeah ended up coming in on what's, the fourth what's July. with you people over there i don't know what oh okay God. you just I always plan to be there an hour before, and I'm I know. Well, what was funny is I had talked to him that morning. He called me at like six thirty a.m. And so when he called, I was like, "Oh, hey, are you in Casablanca?" Because I knew that he was flying from Marrakesh to Casablanca, and he's like, 
no, my flight isn't till tonight. And I was like, oh, well, oh, okay. Well, I thought it was this morning, but honest to God, like I was in no place to like question anything. Like precisely. Yes. (laughs) Right. And so I was just like, oh, okay, whatever, you know? And so then it was later that day, well, five o'clock Morocco time, you know, that he calls me and he's like, so you were right. And I missed my flight. Like, God damn. <sighs> well, he anyway. made it safe and sound. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, how was your week? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Like, honestly, that's my response. My mind, it's, I don't know where it went, but I feel like it's just gone to mush. I'm constantly doing something, and it's a crazy world over here right now. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't even know what to say. It's... Yeah. So, well, did um, did Brian get any time off for the fourth? I mean, I'm assuming he had the fourth off. Did he get the fifth off, too? Because, like, I had the fifth off, which I thought was really Okay, sweet. so, no, he, he was off fourth of July, and then he had to work on Friday. Yeah, that sucks. So, um, and did you guys that, go see? Oh God! Oh, I was say. Um, so that Friday he went to work, and then he, um, there one of our friends was in town. More more Brian's friends mm-hmm. than ours, but um, so they went. Brian left work early, or got out early that day, and then went to hang out with him on the coast, just have a few drinks and. Nice. So, but it was all day and all night he was gone. So, oh. um, I'm glad he went. I want him to go. Yeah, yeah. The next day, I'm like, I think, like, and I said the same thing. Like, I'm glad you went. I wanted you to go. Right. I just feel like I needed a break. Like, that's the day I needed a break or something. Yeah, like, I pushed myself too much. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, because it's just it's a hard time because it's hard to go anywhere. Uh huh. So it's tough because you want to go places and it's, it's right. We have to load up. Yeah. Just it's, it's, it's hard because with Sunny, uh, she's just still too little. Like we want to go to the beach and stuff, but I feel like she's just too little to be out in the heat Mm -hmm. all day and like around the sun and, and plus like, honestly, it's a lot of fucking work. You load the car with like, everything you own and uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a good time like it's one of our favorite things to do like go to the pool go to the beach like we love to do that um yeah but then it, it is it's it's not easy <laughs> yeah so you know and like for core to keep she doesn't she's not a kid that really naps outside of her crib so oh, okay makes it hard to do things if she doesn't have a yeah it's you know, not as enjoyable for anybody. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just yeah. find myself like, you know, your work well. gets so. Like I was thinking about this recently. Like, you know, when you're working outside the house, or you're, it's like you ha- you you see people on the way to work. You might go to Starbucks. Like you see the same. Or they call baristas like every time right. you go or get to know people and then you go get gas. You 
know the attendant, then you mm-hmm. have to work. You have people that you work with, like internally and externally. And so you have this world of people that you connect mm-hmm. with in some way or another. But I feel like I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum now with being home and having to be home most of my time. So it's like my world's become so small. Mm-hmm. And I think that's. I think that's the hardest part about it, (laughs) you know, and like why this is so vital right now and just having this time to get outside of that world. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You know, I'm actually right there with you. And that's funny that you even bring it up because this is something that like we haven't even talked about you and I like outside of, I mean, just right now. So it's interesting because even though like I don't have kids and so I don't, like, I don't have that. I still, like, I work from home. And so that keeps me secluded. And I mean, I think we've taught, we've touched on this a little bit here and there. Yeah. But, um, so, but, but what's interesting about like what you just said, it was, I was thinking today, so I was doing, I was, I had a client tonight and I cut, um, I cut like a good amount off of her hair and she hadn't had highlights in a really long time. And so, um, I did like a partial highlight on her and I mean, she was like, she was feeling herself whenever she left. Like she loved it. You know what I mean? Like oh, so and she looked so amazing. It was so, she is just she's just adorable anyway. Um, but the cut was just so cute and like, it was just fresh and whatever. And so I, I actually said to her, I'm like, yeah, you know, I need, I need to do my hair. I haven't had my hair, hair light, my hair. Oh my God. My hair highlighted in such a long time. And I actually just said the other day, like, I am so pale, honest to God. Like I look sickly. You can press on my skin and not see like any color change. Like, do I have blood in there? Like it's questionable. Seriously. I, there's no, I have no pigment because I don't see outdoors. I just don't. I'm always confined to my house because I'm working and then I have clients and then it's nighttime, you know? And so I am just kind of feeling haggard right now. Um, even though I, I have the freedom, like you mentioned earlier, like I have the freedom to just get in my car and go wherever. Um, Part of working from home with both of my jobs, like has, like, I don't have that barista that I see. I don't have like that socialization other than my clients, but still it's just, it's different. And so even like getting outside of the house, just to do like normal human being things like I don't do. I see what you mean. I don't know. Like I need to get up in the morning. I need to put makeup on. I mean, poor Azadine, seriously. Like anytime I do like anything, like anything with myself, like straighten my hair or put mascara on, he's like, what's going on? Like, where are we going? (laughs) That's terrible. (laughs) That's terrible. I need to start doing it, oh, even yes. just for myself. Yeah, for yourself. Do it for you. Yeah. Be better, more confident, or just happier, whatever, as long yeah. as it's for you. I mean, yeah. there was a time, yeah, I would just spend so long on my makeup, and 
I remember. You're the three mascara girl. Yes. Three mascaras because one does not do the trick. Like, I was... I'll never get the eyelashes, I really... Hey, speaking of eyelashes, I feel... Because, you know, I watch a lot of reality TV, so a lot of people have the extension, right? Extensions. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they're getting a little too long. Um. Okay, so I had this lady show up to my house on the 4th of July. So these people came around, and they were knocking on everybody's door um, to spray your yard for, like – Fleas and ticks and ants and um, bees and wasps and mice and all that crap. And so, and spiders. And so, I have a basement um, that's very common here in this part of the country is having a basement. And basements, mine anyway, because my house is older, tends to be like a little, and it's not wet, but it can be damp. And so, like, get like spiders and centipedes and I had two anthills in my yard last year. So I, I mean, they got me a hook, line, and sinker, and I bought into their, like, special whatever. Of course for you For 4th of July, right. What? Well, anyway. Sure. Okay, come on in. <laughs> well. For sure, yes. Oh, my God. So. Don't say no. <laughs> I know. I know, seriously. Like- <laughs> I know I'm probably flagged in like all these systems. Like, go here, go here. She'll say, she will sure. say yes. Yeah, you probably have like, an alarm system sign in your yard and like a Sensi <laughs> candle on your porch. You know. So, oh my like, god, oh. you know me so well. <laughs> anyway, so um, so that was on the third. Well, on the fourth, this chick comes to my house. And I forgot all about it. So I'm like still in my pajamas, which whatever, I always am. But um, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I, but I wasn't expecting like to see people. So anyway, she shows up. And so speaking of eyelashes, right, she shows up in my door. And literally I open the door and like all I can do is like stare at her eyelashes. Because they, they were not. So you're were like, not, you're like. I was, you're like, oh, so that's how you catch the spiders. <laughs> oh my god! I know, right? I was trying so hard to not look at them that it was like awkward. I'm like, I gotta look somewhere else because I can't look at your face because <laughs> I keep staring at her eyelashes. They were so bad, so bad, and it wasn't even that they were too. <laughs> even they were too. I don't know what the fuck she did. They were like, they were. They weren't eyelashes? Well, they weren't, um, they were not extensions. It wasn't something that, like, she (laughs) had done. She had gone, I don't know, Walmart, Ulta, something, and bought a pack. But they were, like, the big, like, big monster ones. Like, the drag queen eyelashes. And she had them on. And I was just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And they looked, I mean, seriously, she looked ridiculous. She did. She looked ridiculous. It's too much. I, I don't, I guess my personal opinion is, I mean, obviously do what you want, but wouldn't you want them to look like full or long, but once a certain, past a certain point, it's like so fake that, I don't know, but I think Uh. they become ridiculous. 
Yeah. But yeah. Um, I don't know what got us here. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I, as you were telling me that, it's so funny. Okay, so here, at least in this house that we lived in, we've lived here, I want to say, probably four years. I don't know. Again, my brain's gone. But mm-hmm. um, okay, so in Texas, uh, the big thing there because the the climate just hot and humid was roaches it wasn't about cleanliness it was just these big tree roaches that would just no matter what you would find one every now and then in your house Mm -hmm. that's just how it is um okay but in which i hate roaches like they're terrible Mm -hmm. but here when it gets hot out there's ants everywhere Mm -hmm. and because we live in an old historic house there's so many nooks and crannies and parts yeah. in the wall. So I'm going fucking crazy. Like on top of already when there's shit happening, like all at once, like Sunny needs this, Cora needs that. And then I fucking see an ant and I get so infuriated. I hate ants. They're hate terrible. Them. You want to know why I'm traumatized by ants? Why? Because you because... fell in a pile. What ha- Let's hear. <laughs> what happened? Some shit like that. I already know. Go on. Do I do you know what? Actually, that's a true story, but that's not why I'm terrified of them. Whenever, listen, that's a true story. So in Texas, there's freaking fire ants. I know. Okay. Well, we don't have those here in, in Western PA. And so when we moved to Texas, it was literally like the first or second day that we were there. And I was standing in the yard, in the front yard, and I was attacked by fire ants all over my feet. Oh my God, it was awful. Oh my God, it was it was terrible because I'm like, what the hell, they're ants. They were like, ants don't bite. Not here, like not regular ants, like carpenter ants. Holy shit. Anyway, but that's not why I'm traumatized. I'm traumatized because when I was younger, like, I don't know, let's just say eight, nine, something like that. Um, the Easter bunny came to my house and I was hiding my Easter basket in my room so that my sister wouldn't eat my candy or steal like the, what the stuff that I wanted. And my mom kept telling me to bring my Easter basket out like into the kitchen and I didn't. And of course it sat there and I ended up forgetting about it in it. You know, my room is, my room is really small and like, I don't, I don't even remember the circumstances like under my bed or something and sure shit freaking ants everywhere, everywhere. I just remember like grabbing something and just like ants, like just like a black, like cloud just like went, Oh my God. Oh my God. And I have never forgotten it. And any single time I see an ant, it takes me back to that moment. Can't stand them. Can't stand them. Um, that right there is what sold me. Well, yeah. So you feel you feel me. Yes, um, I do. And it's not about like, it's just like even if there's something in the sink or and you rinse it off, like, or just being around water. Like it's mm-hmm. not a cleanliness thing. It's just they come in. I don't know. And... I'm about to lose my shit because every fucking summer we have this problem. You should tell your landlord and have him have the house sprayed. I hate talking to. I know. But do what do you hate worse? Do you hate ants or talking to him? 
I don't even know. They're both pretty big anxieties in my head. Mm. You should just do it. And then whenever he gets it or have Ryan talk to him and then have him set it up and you guys go over to your sisters or something and have them spray. Seriously. I don't know. Should do it. Well, I I just hate you. I I don't know. Brian, get on it. (laughs) I just don't (laughs) like dealing with him. Even if it's Brian making the phone call, I don't like dealing with him. Okay, so Brian, call him and don't tell Kylie. (laughs) (laughs) Whose side are you on? Problem solved. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, Well, anyway, so since you can't go anywhere, I guess you didn't go see fireworks, right? No, but we actually watch um, from our front yard. We can see the downtown Escondido fireworks display. It's been a tradition since we um, moved here. That's cool. Because across from the street, we or across from the house we live in now is an apartment complex, and that's where we moved in when we first moved out to California, and we had a view, a badass view. Yeah, I remember that view. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we watched fireworks there, and we're still lucky enough to see them. So, so yeah, that's what we did. That's um, cool. Yeah. Nice. I don't know what I was getting at earlier, but just. Yeah. Yeah, like I feel like because I was thinking like what am I gonna talk about or what it's like well this is what's happening <laughs> and you know. yeah well, we got sidetracked with makeup like doing makeup mm-hmm. and went to eyelashes I don't oh, know yes. anyway uh but basically you're not able to leave the house basically and I am and I... but I don't <laughs> <laughs> yes so guys but okay talk- so this is the real week that I am starting over. Like, this is the real week. Operation Get My Shit Together. Yeah. Okay. That's okay, my so, intention so, every week. So too. far, so good. Yeah. Yep. Except how many hours of sleep did you get last night? Just how many? <sighs> I don't want to hear your bullshit reasons. Just tell me. <laughs> Four. Okay. Unacceptable. I know. So this is going to be our, we'll still record more, obviously, but just letting our listeners know we're going to do, well, I guess they'll know by the time it comes out. Anyway, this is part one, and we decided, yeah. so part two, um, somebody suggested we interview our husbands, and you had a great idea, so you're going to interview, we don't know how we're going to do it yet, because um, we were supposed to do it yesterday. Well... Blah, blah, blah. That's how we are, how we do things. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But we're going to interview him and talk more about immigration and his story. And, you know. Yeah. And so it's a little bit different than I think, like, our listener, like, what they had suggested. Like, yes, interview our husbands. We're, we're still going to do that. Um, yeah. Like, separate still... from, from this. Yeah. Just, like, about, like, stuff that is Anything. not so heavy. But. Right. With this, so like the topic that we were going to talk about, um, or that we are going to talk about today, is um, immigration. What's happening at our borders right now? Um, the camps. They're. I am calling them camps. Is that the right word for it? Um, what I is the right word for it? Uh, let me hang on a second. I want the border. Uh, Trump. In his administration, I think they refer to them as like. Um, 
Oh, detention, detention centers. centers. Yes. That's what it is. I'm calling. Okay. Well, anyway, so that's what we're going to talk about. And so I had said to Kylie, like, you know, I have, or so I'm married to Azadine and Azadine, I has a, has a unique perspective on this because he is an immigrant and he is also a U.S. citizen. And so he and I have talked about things like this in the past, but I thought it would be kind of cool to interview him um, and just get his, get his opinion on things, his point of view. Um, and from someone that, you know, has been like, has been on the other side, has been that person wanting to, I mean, obviously he was never in like a board, you know, a detention center or something, but. Well, he has a, he, he can relate more than we he can, can let's say. for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know. No, yeah, I think it's going to be good because I, I I mean, I'm interested to hear what he has to say. Mm-hmm. And I think when we decided to do this podcast, we intended and wanted to talk about just more current events and issues that are happening, especially yeah. since we have this platform. I feel like it's important that we say things, speak up for what we know is the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not just saying about this particular issue, but just in general, sure. man, but I always feel like because my brain is so like mush, like <laughs> it's so hard, honestly, to just like articulate it sometimes and prepare for certain topics. But I don't know what the point of what I'm getting at, except maybe we'll be doing it more, or, Yeah, you know, make a point to do it more yeah about it more um, well right I mean I think our pod our what the episodes that we have have done so far have been well I mean apart from last week have just been kind of light not as you know not as like not as serious not as heavy not as true oh, important yeah. you know what I mean and yes. so now we're kind of delving into kind of what our initial um our initial goal was for this and that's to talk about, you know, current events and hot topics and get our opinions on them. Because, you know, there are a lot of things that you and I agree on, but there are a lot of things that you and I, I wouldn't say don't agree on, but just have very different opinions on or just maybe see things differently. And so I think it's kind of nice to just have, just have that conversation, you know, because we are different and we, you know, whatever. So, um, so yeah, that's what that's what we're gonna do today. Anyway, part one. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. So, um, yeah. With that, uh, I'll be the first one to say, okay. So this was your recommendation, right? Like this was your this was your idea for a topic, right? This right. week. <laughs> yeah. And so. I'm all on board. I will be the first one to say, though, that I am one of those people that doesn't, (laughs) that's okay, Um, doesn't, I wouldn't say have a right, but I have to be very careful with what I say because I don't, I'm not well-versed enough in 
this. I don't know enough about it to, I feel, have a strong opinion or I like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I can get myself into trouble or say, say something that makes absolutely no sense because I just don't know enough about it. And that's ignorance on my part. I really should be paying attention to these things because they matter. They're important. It's what's happening in this world. I think it's very easy to, um, detach from that because like, I don't have cable television. I, I, I rarely turn on the television. I, sh- I don't get the Butler Eagle. And especially now they print that bullshit about my accident <laughs> in there, but you know what I mean? Like, um, I don't read the paper, you know, like I don't, I don't, I don't, I kind of just tend to stay in my little bubble, my little, my world, and live my life and not really pay attention to things. Like I've got enough shit in my life. Like it'll worry about all the other stuff in the world sometimes just seems like too much. And so I just don't do it, but I should, because these things are important. And, um, you know, if, 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 if not changing, like if, not that I'm going to go out there and change the world, but to at least initiate discussion, I feel is important. Yeah, no, and I get what you're saying. I mean, but I also feel we don't we don't claim to be, but also we don't need to be experts on a given topic. I think that sometimes sometimes we just you can know enough and it and always be willing to learn more. Like if a listener mm-hmm. has something to contribute, like we want to hear. I mean, just like you said, you and I have different opinions on something. Yeah, things, but um, sure, you know. But that's the point. We're opening up. We're talking about it and. And I think that, I mean, that was the goal. You're talking about goals earlier. It was, I think it's, I think it's interesting. And I like how the podcast has evolved into what it is becoming, mm-hmm. like I've said mm-hmm. before. Um, but yeah, I mean, definitely this is something that we can, we can also learn through the podcast too. Like if people have things that offer, I mean, yes. you know, uh, again, my brain, but um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so well- I get what All right, you're well, saying. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so well, well, so with that, and and having said all of that, um, you know, let's let's talk about this. Like, what is happening right now? Um, in these, I'm calling them camps because that's the only thing that I can think of, and that's because they, to me, um, remind me very much of like concentration camps, um. Uh, so I guess that's why I'm calling them that, but uh, they're detention centers. And so, um, I was trying, like, I was, I was kind of picking Azadine's brain, um, yesterday and I was doing some reading on it as well. And, um, the only article that I, well, that I sat down to read was about the, um, detention center in Clint, Texas. I don't know if, you're familiar with that at all but there was this big write-up tell me what okay well yeah there was just this big write-up about it and like how the the building that these first of all the detention center was only supposed to be for adults and so the the interview that that I was reading was was with these inspectors that are to go in and assess the conditions. Okay. And so they weren't even like this, this detention center wasn't even on their radar because the detention center is supposed to only be for adults, but they heard that there were children there. And so they went 
now they knew that they were coming. Okay. They had known like a, a couple weeks prior. Um, and so this building is supposed to only like the max capacity is 150 and there were 350 children in there. Um, yeah. And the conditions like, um, there was a lice outbreak. There was, um, kids with the flu. They were dirty, hungry, um, like babies taking care of babies. Um, that it's, it's air conditioned. Thank God. And I think uh, I'm happy that it's air conditioned, at least it's air conditioned, but at the same time they're cold, you know, and so to sleep, like they're given one blanket, um, some too, I guess. But for those kids that are given one blanket, they have to decide, like, do they lay on the blanket? Do they cover up with the blanket? Um, like they're in jail just, or something? Yes. And um, they even mentioned that uh, this is, I guess, the part that, like, reminded me of, um, like, the concentration camps is, like um, – there are guards there. Like what the hell there's guards and they, there was a situation and where one of the kids was saying that another one of the children was, was a favorite and the guard had this kid like helping him, um, just, like keep order amongst that area. And so because that kid was helping the guard, he was rewarded with more food. And so none of them are getting enough food. And so then these kids saw that, that the one boy was getting more food for helping. So then they offered to help because they're hungry and they wanted more food. And so then it became a, a, a competition then between the kids. And then, you know what I, and I was just like, Oh my God, like fighting for food. And then they're fighting amongst each other. And I just thought this is like freaking history repeating itself. And then I just think like, how, how is this? Like, how am I living through this? This is insane to me that it's like this day and age, it's America. And we've got like, this is in our backyard. I remember saying, I, I'm sure you read this book because I was in Texas when I read this book um, in in uh, high school or something. That um, night, did you read the I book Night so, by Ellie Ellie Wiesel? Or I'm sure I'm slaughtering the last name. Well, anyway, if you haven't read it or if there's listeners that haven't read it, it's a short book, but it's written by this guy named Ellie uh, Wiesel. I, well, I don't even know. Um, but he was a survivor of um, the concentration camps um, in Germany. And it reminded me of that time because I remember whenever I read that book, I remember thinking, like, how in the world was this all happening and nobody did anything about it? Because – People knew, like, it wasn't a big secret. Like, people knew that it was happening. Other countries knew that it was happening. And why did it take so long for it to end? Do you know what I mean? And so I think, like, well, it's happening again. Because it's probably something, or it is something, that you saw so, like, right and wrong then. Like, as an innocent child, really. I mean, you were young. 
And it should be that simple even today. And everyone should see it that simply. My eyes. I mean, uh, yeah, I know. It doesn't make any sense. These are people we're talking about. People. Exactly. And unfortunately, unfortunately, and I think that's the point here, right? Okay, so, you know, I I joke that – you and Azadine hold me personally responsible for uh, Trump being in office. And I, like, whatever, I get it. I, I, I voted for him. You guys didn't. A- am I happy that I did? I don't, I don't really know. Again, I don't even feel that I knew enough when I was voting, like to have made that choice. I just, uh, I come from a family of Republicans, but anyway, I, I digress with that. But my point is is that I think a lot of times it becomes political and it shouldn't be. And that's the point I guess I'm trying to make. It 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 shouldn't matter whether you love Trump or think he is, you know, the devil reincarnate. It shouldn't it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter who is in office. This is not a political issue. This is not right or left. This is not this is a humanity issue. Like this that's exactly how I see it. I mean, I see a lot of issues. <laughs> this and like a few other things like abortion, things like that. Like I see them as not political at all. Like right at all in my mind. No, I see it as very simple and straightforward. It's like right and wrong. No, this is not okay. These are innocent children. Like, and and my mind can't like I can't argue any other way because it's like I can't argue that it's like this is not okay this needs to stop literally Kylie there is nothing different than those children and your two little girls nothing not at all and I think but that's also a point here too is this is happening because because of the people that don't see it like that because people are racist people think yeah. less of oh well they weren't born here they're not as good as us you know when it's a country yeah. that even americans are fighting within americans you know like oh you were born here but the color of your skin is wrong you know mm-hmm. um and i think that's what it's rooted in is and and that is why, like, when you say you don't even know if voting for Trump is right or wrong, I just feel like it was wrong because this is a man that is evoking that hate, that is not standing up in the most powerful position. <clears throat> I agree something. with you to a certain extent because he didn't create that feeling. He didn't create prejudice. He didn't create racism. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying that he's not those things. Um and I'm not saying that he's even doing what he should be doing to make those things disappear or um, not be tolerated, which he, you know, he certainly should. I'm not, I'm not saying anything about, but I don't think that he's the root. I don't think that he's the root cause. I certainly, I don't, I don't. No, um, I think he represents the root, which is, I mean, evil, really. I mean, it's if you're going to see things that way, that something's okay because the person is lesser than you. Because I feel like it does come down to something like race. And I, 
But, okay, so here, okay, and again, again, maybe, like, I don't even know. Like, maybe I'm out of line here. But, that, but, but, but does it... Does it come down to race? Like I can see, I can see where you're coming from with that. And I'm not saying that I don't disagree, but really, is it, is it all just, is it all just race or is it, and this is, and I don't know the answer. Okay. I'm just throwing this out there. And this is something that I want to actually have Azadine give his opinion on because he and I were talking about this and I said, so, okay, the president no matter who it is, right? No matter no matter who that person is in in the office, their job first and foremost is to be the president of the United States. Okay, and so and to to do what's best for this country and for the citizens of this country. And so, I mean, I, I guess that's my point. Like he he or she, whoever that person in power is, is making decisions based on, based on the, the betterment of our country or protecting our country, protecting the citizens that are in this country. And so, and I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying it is that I'm just throwing out another, another reason. Like, I'm not saying that it's just all of that. And but I don't think that it's all just on the color of your skin either. True, maybe you know? not race alone, but just being prejudiced of where they're coming from and and just not. But do they have right? And I agree with you, mm-hmm. but where they're coming from, right? I agree with you, but there's a reason why there is a reason why those there are that there are certain countries that are looked at more closely than others because like of known threats. And so shouldn't that person in power be looking at, because, because who's, where are all the fingers going to point if something were to happen? I mean, okay. So as far as that, the the issue that brought us here, border control, really, you know, it's how, I guess what it would fall under. Right. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I, there needs to be, I think, something in place, like, known criminals, like, there's, no, yeah, I don't know what that Some sort of be. vetting something. system. Right. Um, with protection in mind. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what that is. I don't claim to know. But I right. do know what we're seeing is not right, is not okay. I, I agree with you. And that's you. where I stand there. And I Yes. <laughs> I agree with you too. What's happening is not working. It's not right. There it's it's just not. It's not right. Um but there there's got to be I don't know, we have to do better. There has to be some sort of system in place and like for instance, so this is just, you know, a little snippet of like something that Azadi and I were, were talking about. He was saying, because they asked him, like, well, like, how do you feel about that? Because you came to this country and, like, he had to do everything by the book. And it took years, you know, years for him to do. And, like, he did everything the, you know, quote, unquote, right way. And, um, like, so, like, how does that make you feel? Like, do you – he's like, well, there, you know, there are some people that are, are – fleeing their countries because of, um, 
they could be they could be murdered or um afraid of being raped or or mm-hmm. starving but so okay yeah but so then how okay but then how do you how do you i guess um how do you manage that right because wouldn't everybody then just say that that's what they were fleeing from because they want in to this country do you see what i mean so then i guess i see it too though like people are going through drastic taking drastic measures to get here i mean you saw that little boy and his father i don't know if you saw they um they died (laughs) trying to get up they drowned Mm -hmm. um i believe that was this week um and I don't know, that's to uproot your family and to take them somewhere and to risk all of those things, like your life, mm-hmm. um, risk it all for a better life for your children. I mean, you don't just do it. You don't what just. I'm, no, you're right. What I'm on, what I'm not understanding though, right now is why though, why are people still coming though? If they know that we're like if they know the conditions that they're going to be met with, right. why are they still doing that? Why? Say, but like, put yourself like in. You know, you're you have nothing worth staying for. You have to leave. You know, fight or flight. You got to go. You're protecting your your children. You know, mm-hmm. it's this. Okay, I'm not sure what's going to happen when we get once we get there, but we got to try to get there. Yeah, I guess that's how I. I no, I I see it. your point, and I guess you're right. If when you're in, if I were to put myself in that position, in that mindset, like yeah, you would just do whatever you had to do. Like you would just go, you know, worry about the consequences later. I guess because anything would be better than what you were, yeah, like I mean, the that's, than that's the alternative, yeah. right? But um. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, it's, it's sad. It really is sad. And I just, I feel for all of those people and I want to take them all in and they all should be given, you know, a chance to, to come into this country, but there's got to be some way that we can do it and not have kids separated from their parents ever. Um, and not certainly no one kids or adults be in the conditions which they are now like dirty and hungry and cold and flee and tick and, or not tick flee and lice outbreaks and flu. And I mean, not showering. I mean, like cold conditions, like cold as in like heartless, like treating people like, I mean, seriously, turn on a freaking ASPCA commercial and people go insane. But yet there are people that are living in fucking cages and where's all the uproar? That doesn't make any sense. And some people not only act like it's okay, but they defend it. And it's like, no, stop right there. Defend it to this child that's sitting in a cage, basically, you (laughs) you know, yeah, um, Yeah. wondering where his parents might be, you know? Right. Mm. Yeah. It's messed up. It's messed up what's happening. It's, um... I don't know what the answer is, but something has to change. Like something. Yeah. I mean, it's not working. (laughs) It's no, it's not. 
and it blows my mind, you know, just, I don't know, it just, this, this is not, like, I feel like what our, our country, like, the direction that we need to be heading, like, this doesn't stand for a country that I want to live in, like, that's not the kind of country I want to live in if they don't believe, I don't know, just equality, like, everybody Mm -hmm. should be treated the same and with the best, the most opportunities I don't know I feel like that's that's what we're we're supposed to be about you know but this doesn't really if you look at this that's not what you see (laughs) no you're right I don't know man yeah we need a I still haven't but I want to formulate formulate is that the right word I need to get some questions Populate. together for no, not, um, <laughs> for Azadine. Yeah, because yeah. I wish yeah, my grandparents too. were still alive because they came from Cuba. You know? Right. I remember my grandfather becoming a citizen, like studying mm-hmm. the Pledge of Allegiance, like how to yeah. be excited, and it was so cute. Um, I'll tell you, I uh, I helped Azadine study for for his test and oh my gosh I mean I learned I learned a lot about our country actually from from having to do that with him but yeah it's it's like a I I don't even remember like 152 questions or something that they had to know they only pick like six or something whenever you go in for the interview but you had to know all of them um yeah and I think I read somewhere like most Americans like couldn't mm -mm. answer a lot of them oh Definitely not. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not. Yeah, no, I mean, I, um, yeah, I wish your grandparents were, were around too, that you could. I wish I'd written that down, like, um, story. Well, guys, right. this, since this is part one, um, and we'll have some time after we air that, or publish it. Yeah. So if you guys have any questions, like, um, anything i don't know we want to hear from you guys um we know you're listening we know you're listening so yeah uh, help us out here which also i want to mention too like um give us a rating on whatever app you're using Mm -hmm. helps us out reflects our listeners definitely Um, please share with your friends Yeah. yeah give us a review share with your friends um yeah, and send questions our way, whether it's for, you know, part two of this, if you have certain questions for um, Azadine about, you know, maybe his view or opinion on on this issue and um, or just anything, anything in general. And a question, you know, for either of us or a certain topic you'd like us to cover. Um, yeah. Whatever. Or just what you're thinking. Yeah. Like she said. All she, everything she said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. All right. Well, yeah. So uh, I guess I'll just um, I'll just wrap this up here with uh, Do You Remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm and on a, on a lighter note. Yeah. All right. So do you remember in like junior high when it was like all the rage to have your own phone line. 
Yes. Did you have your own phone line? Yes. <gasps> did you? Yeah, I did. I loved having my own phone line. I thought it was so cool. I had my own phone number. I don't think I ever, I don't think I knew you. Because that was. Really? I, I don't know. Maybe. But I, you had a cell phone and I didn't. And so. Yeah, that sounds, I remember that. Mm-hmm. So I have to call yeah. like your mom would answer. <laughs> right. You yeah. had to call the house phone. Yeah. I didn't call- have my own phone. Yeah. I remember that. I remember that. Whenever I, yeah, I trying to think of how old. I guess it was junior high. My friend actually, she had her own phone line. She was my her, Lindsay is her name, and she was like the first person I knew to like have her own phone. Thought it was the coolest freaking thing ever, and she had that phone that like was clear and lit up. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, it was the coolest. Yeah, it's like to- it's completely different now. People don't even talk on the phone. I know. Um they text. Yeah. And uh yeah, I don't know. I still like a good old-fashioned phone call. Well, yeah, like obviously you and I um <laughs> right. do both of us, but my sister is the type of person that literally Well, like, I will call her, and she will text me. She will text me back. Like, not answer (laughs) and text me back. Um, A lot of people. um, It drives me crazy. I like that. I I don't. Yeah. I mean, that just prefer texting. Mm -hmm. Um, Isn't it weird, though, to think that, like, your children won't grow up with a phone in the house? Like, a house phone. You know, with a cord. And um, yeah, I or like the cordless phone. Oh my god, I remember when we got when we got a cordless phone. <gasps> then it would die, and you had to go. Put oh it my god! No, and be like, okay, call me back. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, and I think it was great too because, well, not really. I had my own phone line, but I know a lot of. I had a lot of friends that didn't, so their parents would answer, and then you'd have to. I hated it. Like, hi, mm. can I talk to you over? <laughs> Ugh. Um, but you would kind of know who your friends were talking to, and or who your who your kids were talking to. Sorry, like so you would know their friends. Like you would kind of yeah. know who they were spending. Oh, their you time mean like if, if you didn't have your own phone? Line? Yeah, yeah. If you yeah. didn't, like so, a right. lot of families did. So I could see like how that would be kind of cool. Yeah. Now, like with having kids, but it's never going to happen. Right. Although maybe I will bring back the house phone because hey, my love-hate with cell phones. Uh-huh. I, I'm on board. I'm on board In 100%. Fact, we were going through a box, Brian and I. Oh, what the hell were we looking for? I don't even know now, but we came across all of our old cell phones. Oh, I still have mine too. And it's weird. Yeah. Like each one kind of takes me back to a certain time. But I know. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go back to this damn phone, this little flip phone I had. And and I'm not really ruling it all out yet because I think I could do it. I could totally do it. And then for social media and stuff, like we still have a laptop. So mm-hmm. Yeah. I I really truly 
like that so much better than people having access on their phone. Yeah. Yeah, I agree it, with you. It I really do. upsets me, makes me sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Me too. But then we also have, like, FaceTime and... Right. I mean, every day, me and, and Brianna, my little sister, we FaceTime. Her kids are screaming yeah. in the back. My kids are <laughs> screaming in the back. But it's the yeah. only way we can really just, like, hang out or talk. Right. <laughs> well, it's the same. Azadine and his family in Morocco. Like, I think that's just crazy that he's able to FaceTime with them on a different country. Like, yeah, that's some cool shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, who would have ever thought? Don, uh, my stepdad, guys, like, <laughs> well, he still gets a big kick out of it. Like, he right? thinks it's the coolest thing ever. And he's right. It is the coolest thing ever. Yeah. It is the coolest thing ever. I mean, you know, like anything, there's the good and the bad. But but it's just interesting to see how things have evolved and changed. I mean, he grew up when... Like, you had to go to the TV and change the channel and then go sit back right. down. And there's only two or three channels. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, it's, like, now, like, literally everything is at your fingertips on your TV. Which you can has. change the television from your phone. Yes. You can do that. Yeah. We don't, but you can. Yeah. yeah. Neither, but, yeah. Um, yeah. Don't you wonder, like, what it's going to be, like, when we are in our, like, 60s and 70s? You know what I mean? Like, I think it's going to be so scary. Like, I think relationships are just going to have a – they're going to be impacted negatively because of all of this technology. I just see it happening in so many, like, not good. Not good people. That's how I see it. And then um, (laughs) – Not only that, but just you can do so many things like um, make a video with someone else's face and make it look super real. And, you know, yeah, there's going to be that can create some problems, (laughs) you know. Yeah, Uh, right. (laughs) um, So this, yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting. (laughs) God. Well, anyway, I already forgot what was your do. What was your? Do- <laughs> do your- <laughs> oh my God! Oh yes, Don't having your own me. landline. What's wrong with your brain? Is this just like postpartum stuff? Carly, I don't know. We're gonna do an episode because on top of all the shit, just I feel like is normal. You know, like trying to dodge like anxiety and depression and all of this. Like, yeah, I'm surprised I'm not running into parked cars. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real, it's fucking tough, but just keeping it real over here. I'm here, guys. Um, yes. Oh, geez. Well, if anybody has secrets to tell, just call Kylie because she won't remember. <laughs> I will not. I will not remember. I can watch a different, like the same show the next day, the night, and Brian be like, hey, we already saw this. (laughs) Okay. Oh my God. It's terrible. Have you told your doctor this? No. (laughs) No. I think you should. But I think I don't know. I've never had kids. Is this normal people? I've heard of like the mom brain or like the pregnancy brain. I've heard of all that stuff, but 
<laughs> I hope. I mean, I think it's oh my, my God. new normal for a little bit. At least, like, until I can just... Until things change, like, the next yeah. little phase. Yeah. Um, well, oh, God. Well, yeah. So, I mean, before we go, quick update. Like, uh, is Sunny sleeping? Is she done crying? <laughs> is she still <laughs> broken? Um, <laughs> she's fixed. No, she... No, she's... um. She's a lot better. She sleeps either through the night, like 10 mm. or 11, to like, let's say 8, but sometimes she will wake up around 3 or 4 a.m., okay. okay. and then she takes long naps in the morning, so she's doing good. I mean, oh, good. she's up at night. Um, and when she's awake, is she like, is she happy? or She's just hungry. She's just eating. Just hungry. Yeah. And, oh, good. Um, okay. Cora... Is just running around, still naked. Naked. <laughs> um, yeah, she's a pip. Little Trixie, I call her, because she's into everything. But Oh, my gosh. I'll try and Keep remember going. what happens this week for our next episode. Jeez, seriously. Yeah. All, All right. right. Well, thanks, guys, for listening, and stay tuned for part two. That's right. right. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.